So it's something like, uh, they're the best, worst friends. Best, worst friends. Best, worst friends. With Doug and Tim. Guys, welcome back to another episode of Best, Worst Friends, episode 85. I'm Doug. My cat has an infected anus, Doug. Oh, my God. That's what's been going on with me. That's your name? Yeah, that's your what's been going now? on with You've me this week. You've been busy changing paperwork to get your name to be my cat has an infected anus. What's going on with Millhouse's anus? How's the anchovy's anus? Fine. Christine? She's a perfect Angelic? baby angel <laughs> who I love incredibly. She just lounges on the couch like a fucking pharaoh. How much, how much money has anchovy costed you in the time you've had her compared to how much has Millhouse costed you in the time you've had him? All right. So, if you just had to like ballpark, like don't we don't have to sit here crunching numbers. All right. That's not fun. Anchovy probably like two hundred and fifty dollars. Like plus like food and yeah. uh, Nyquil caps. Millhouse, I would estimate about ten thousand dollars. He's the most expensive cat. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, no, not really. Dude, but what's going on with his anus? In, in the last week, he's cost about five hundred bucks. Okay, is it something? Okay, question, question before you start bitching about your cat's infected anus. Is it something he did to his anus, or is he just suffering and you're just upset that it's expensive? The jury's still out <laughs> on whether he did it to himself. Do you, or do you have a detective? We, yeah, g- we have gathering a, evidence. We have a doctor house MD down at the vet who's like, "Is it lupus?" And they're like, "Maybe." <laughs> she's out there, and she's like. Today I went in and we changed all his medications because she's like, you know, I think it might just be uh, it, he had a nick from his neutering and then he gnawed at it so much it became irritated and then he gnawed at it more. And then so, maybe so, it got poop in it and then you're not supposed to put poop in cuts. You're not supposed to put poop in okay. anything. Yeah. You're really not. You're really no. not. But before this, he was on. What about Fertilizer. One thing, you should put poop in fertilizer, but not, like, too much, right? Like, in dirt, if you're making plants. Isn't fertilizer just poop? I thought there's some dirt involved. Or is dirt just really old poop? Is all dirt poop? Dirt is earth poop. No. That is what Mother Earth shits out of her anus onto the diaper that is the world. Sorry? Is dirt rock poop? Yeah, man. <laughs> Anyways, how's <laughs> Millhouse's bottle? Yeah, dude. Dirt is rock poop for sure. 100%. All right. And I'm pretty sure dirt is tree poop. That makes sense. And then they grow in their own poop. It definitely makes sense because it's definitely not the dumbest thing anyone's ever heard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, no. Uh, I'm more focused on cat poop. Because yeah. before this, before th- these new medications, they were giving him, we just saw him gnawing on his butthole one day. And then they were like, oh, he has an infection. So we're going to give him antibiotics for his infection. Antibiotics. And then they were like, it's for his butt. And then they were like, um, he had, fucking, I'm so tired. And then they were like, <laughs> if he has loose stools, <laughs> let us know. And we'll give you a probiotic to firm those up. And we're like, okay. And then I woke up. Now you're watching stools. And then I woke up the other morning, and Mike was already on the couch. And I came out, and there was just like shit, like on the apartment, like on the floor, and like on the couch cover. Like smeared, like he wrote stuff in the shit. Yeah, and I came out and I told Mike, <laughs> "All work and no play makes Mill." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's just like. Red rum, basically written on the door and shit, but whatever cats say, <laughs> will lock. I don't know. Anyway, and she was out there, and I was like, "Oh, there's <laughs> shit everywhere." And she just looked up at me. She's like, "You have no idea." Apparently, at three in the morning, he was screaming, and she woke up, <laughs> and and <laughs> screaming in English. Yeah. <laughs> and then she walked out, and shit was just like leaking out of him and he was just leaving a trail of shit like a slug around the apartment. Oh my god. And it was everywhere. 
Okay, literally. I got to put like an eating advisory on this podcast because that is horrendous. It, uh, yeah, but... it was. He sleeps in the middle of the night. It's very cute. He likes to sleep behind Micah's head on her pillow. <gasps> and there was just like shit down the pillow and like in Micah's hair. Oh my God. And then there was shit on like the papers. He likes to sometimes sleep in the basket of notebooks next to my desk. There's just like shit. <laughs> On my notebooks, <laughs> all over He's the like, floor, just, how he feels. just on my office wow. chair, and he—he's wearing a cone. He's just walking around the house, like ah, this looks like a good place to shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's just like he's oh, walking around the, shit again. <laughs> he's walking around the house, going, "Who keeps following behind me, leaving <laughs> shit everywhere? That is gross." He's just like. Dude, it smells fucking awful <laughs> in here. <laughs> These guys got to do something. He's wearing like a plastic cone so he doesn't nod himself. But he like mm-hmm. still reaches still down and like tries line. to mime licking. And what he does is he just like scoops the shit coming out of his ass into the <laughs> cone. And that just falls onto his face like a funnel. <laughs> <laughs> He's just all over his little cat face like Meh! covered in shit his paws are covered in shit because he's like i need to cover this and he's just scooping shit all over the house <laughs> and then he's just like burying himself alive <laughs> so, some sort of self-inflected saw trap of shit so the whole week has just been <laughs> cat shit everywhere yeah there's not a whole lot we can do about it other than like clean it up as it happens <laughs> and like we put ointment on his asshole he has, Did like, you give him that stool stuff to like tighten it up? Because it sounds like it needs some tightening, we, Tim. I don't know. I'm not a professional, but we did uh, you ta- tighten that up. It it uh it takes a couple of days for it to be effective. And when did he take the tightener? That would be uh two days ago. So okay, so you're almost there. Yeah, you're almost out of the out of the out he's of had, the, the he's rough had three part. vet appointments in the last week. He has another vet appointment on Wednesday. And Do they take any sort of like payment, uh, like onus because it's complications from his uh, neutering? You know what I mean? No. Is there any nothing on him? On, nothing on them? It's just all you have to pay money. Yeah. Well, we have pet insurance. Oh, so well, that's good. Yeah. There. Well, I, she asked. She's like, "Do you have pet insurance?" We we're like, "Yeah." She's like, "Thank God." But yeah. Fucking it, Jesus Christ! Think never get rid of that if you fucking keep this cat, man. I have you to. Are. If, yeah. At this point, you need you have to. Dude, the, I am equal parts. I hate him so much, and please God, don't let him die. Those are the yeah, two equal parts of my brain. But we have to put like a. Cream. I feel like if something truly bad happened to him, it would be like uh, when Charmander and Ash aren't getting along, and the Charmander's flame almost goes out, and then Ash has him on the bicycle and Pokemon. You remember that episode? Yeah. He, like, almost dies. His flame's down to, like, almost nothing, and he's like, yeah, I'm gonna save you! And then that's what makes Charmander yeah. like him. Yeah, it would be like that, except Fucking instead of a episode. flame behind Milhouse, it would just be a stream of shit. <laughs> I'm like, I'll save you! And I can't ride it's, a bike. Those two things. Less and less, you're like, <laughs> I can't ride a bike! <laughs> I'm just oh, running man. with a stream of shit behind <laughs> me on the street. I'm also out of shape. Um, but so I have to put like a little. You just start pooping because you're exerting yourself so much. Anus, like yeah. multiple times. Micah does it. I do it. We have to clean his anus off, and he's just screaming the whole time. <laughs> so he's just like, <laughs> and I'm there like, I'm so sorry, and just rubbing daintily, rubbing cream on his anus. But it's very, oh, very important. That we get this solved. Um, yeah, we have another yeah. vet appointment on Wednesday because on Friday, Micah and I go to Europe for two weeks. <gasps> oh, and shit. Yeah, you can't leave him ju- in that state for a... And Justin Who's Gale has already agreed to come and live here and watch the cats. Oh, my God. So he doesn't know <laughs> what's going on. Really hoping we can solve this thing by Wednesday so we don't have to give him a rundown of this little cat shit cafe that we're running here. He's like, he's yeah, coming yeah, here. Be like, all right, these are the instructions on how to clean our cat's butthole. And he's like, on how to do what now? Yeah, I, I told him he has an anus infection and he needs medication. And that's all he knows. And he's uh-huh. just he's he's bringing his 
beautiful young daughter to stay here on Friday night. I feel like I need to tell him, like, hey, just so you know, the mornings here are fucking crazy. <laughs> you're going to wake up. You're going to wish you hadn't. Okay? It's going to be a brown well, like, apartment. It's, it's, it's Monday. There's many days until Friday. Exactly. He could tighten up by then, dude. That's He's what got tons of tightening time. The vets are hoping that this new thing will work and he'll be good by Wednesday. He's on steroids now, which is sick. He's going to get fucking jacked. That's sick, dude. Your cat's going to be stronger. Yeah, he's going to be fucking jacked as hell. I'm going to be way stronger than him, but comparatively, (laughs) he's probably already stronger than me pound for pound. Oh, 100%. Right? Just like, yeah, just like the way they are, like, engineered, you know, biomechanically, they're better Mm -hmm. than us. So my entire life has just been trying to minimize the amount of shit that spreads around my apartment and... (laughs) cleaning up shit we put him in the bathroom the other day we're like we're just keeping him in the bathroom makes sense that's where our shit stays absolutely yeah. we put him in there with a litter box and some water and some food and then what he did was he scraped all the litter onto the floor and then dumped his water all over it nice. which basically makes a paper mache carpet along the bottom of this is because it clumps right it absorbs the water and clumps yeah. all over the bathroom floor and i just opened the door while i was at because I work from home, I just open the door to go have a shower, <laughs> and it's just a um, disaster in there. I was like, what oh. the fuck, man? You're like, if you step in the shower, you would get covered in more shit. Yeah. Like, so I'm cleaner now, having not showered. Yeah, exactly. Like, I have to go Unless I want to clean the shower and then clean myself. If you, you've heard of a golden shower. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no one wants a poop shower. That's been no one a, wants a cat poop shower. That's been a large cause of stress in my life. That's what the I I normally don't suggest titles, but the title of this episode should be Cat Shit and Weddings or Cat Poop and Weddings. <laughs> I don't know how they say it because my entire week has been just cat shit. And then I went to two weddings. <laughs> nice. Well, let's talk about the weddings. That was probably more enjoyable. I honestly nice, have then. just been playing Starfield. So it's like you lived a life this week and I was a space captain. So we'll just listen to. I don't understand how my life is so much more stressful and worse than yours is. You're just at home playing Starfield, and I'm fucking going gray. Fucking gray hairs yeah. in my head for the first time. Yeah, I'm I'm living like a nice life right now. I can't complain. I had a good weekend of shows. They were they were fun. I don't want to hear about this. I went yeah. to on Friday. We had a we had a wedding of uh, Mike's friends, and it was fine. It was at the Black Creek Pioneer Village, which okay. was kind of cool. But what was made it, it fun? was it was not themed but what was theme was the like haunted puzzle walk that was also taking place at black creek pioneer village that night haunted puzzle oh so not a part of the wedding no there were there were signs at either end of this tiny i guess street you could you could go from the dressmaker's house down to the print shop basically and that was the wedding space everything outside of that it was just like Hooded figures in cloaks with like answer my riddles. And it was like I'm not part of the thing. I just gotta go. And they're like, okay, go ahead. <laughs> so that's fun. Yeah, that was a fun wedding. Uh, I stayed sober because I had to drive because it was a fucking Black Creek Pioneer Village. Oh, was it open bar? It was. Yeah, dude, you are a fucking. That's like Navy SEAL level fucking restraint That's, to yeah. not drink at an open bar wedding. I had a glass of wine with dinner. It's Dude, I honestly wouldn't go to a wedding if I if I couldn't get fucked up. It's just It was unless it was like my best friend or like someone who meant the absolute world to me. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll go to your ceremony, but if you have a reception without booze or like without some sort of inebriation, I'm kinda, then it's also without me. I'm kind of glad that I, didn't, I wasn't able to get fucked up because if I had, I would have been the only person there fucked up. Like, everybody was very really? restrained. There's slowly dancing like, yeah. celebration time, come on. Na-na-na-na. Just... Like none of casually celebrating. laughing and i at, at open bars i just get fucking gone yeah obliterated yeah i've been there with you yeah that's it's, the whole point it's yeah i uh i did a show a couple weekends ago in uh, cambridge and my friend brandon came out and at his open bar wedding 
This was the one, like, I literally, I remember going to the bathroom. I was so fucked. I was during COVID. I, like, start throwing up in the toilet. This is just the grossest episode we've ever done. Yeah. I start throwing up in the toilet, and I had my phone in my, like, shirt pocket, and my phone came out and fell in the toilet. I was like, Bleh! oh, no! And I caught my phone, like, <laughs> as it, it just went in. And it, yeah, dude, it, like, right when it went in the bowl, but it thankfully was okay. Like, thank fuck. Because I, I had to get an Uber, and in the Uber <laughs> on the way back to Tyke's place where I was staying, I, like, threw up in my mouth and had to, like, tap the Uber driver on the shoulder to, like, pull over. Did he And then keep- he, like, did, like, he fucking got a flashlight out and, like, checked the car, and he's like, not bad. Because there, like, wasn't anything did there. Did he keep driving like, you? Dang, man. Yeah. What so a I didn't get anything hero. in his car. Yeah, and then Ty just came home from wherever he was to like find me literally just laying on his front porch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good times. That's good, man. The second wedding, uh, I emceed. Uh, How was that? It, that first was, wedding MC. The first wedding MC I've ever done. It was for my high Damn. school friend, Katie Woods, or Katie Trimble, who you've met. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. know Katie. And uh, she, she was, looks like a small female you. She has glasses. I remember I'm more than just glasses, but well, like, when I saw wrong. her, I was like, that. If you're like, this is my sister, I'd be like, yeah. Oh yeah, she it's looks excellent. more like my sister than my sister does. I um, is <laughs> I before we went, my grandma's 96. She doesn't remember a whole lot. Um, yeah. and my mom was like, Tim's going to Katie's wedding, and my grandma's like, oh, I remember Katie. Mom's like, really? Yeah, because she came to, you know, my sister's wedding and all that stuff. And my grandma's like, no, no. I remember one time Katie got really drunk and sat on the curb, and then Tim helped her. <laughs> yeah, that feels right. Okay, that's that's pretty good. That's fun. Um, So I got there, and I was like, all right, so I'm just introducing speeches, right? And they're like, no, you have to do way more things than that. No, you work here. Yeah, I've I've worked at a wedding before. I've been yeah found out I was employed. I, I had to guide people down the aisle. I had to after the wedding reception was over. What you sat people too? No, 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 no. Just the wedding party. I had to like be like, and now you go, okay, and now you go. You're like standing there like a fucking stage manager with a headset. All right, and go, and go, and go. Yeah. Fuck, dude. It's not your job. And then I, uh, after the ceremony was done, the bride and groom, the bridal party all left. And then everybody was just sitting in the hall. Mm-hmm. And then the DJ came up to me and was like, all right, so you have to, I think they want you to tell them where to go. And I was like, uh, where did they go? And he's like, I don't know. That's your job. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck? and I was like, all right. Uh, so I was just like, hey, everybody. All right, well, actually, I just grabbed the mic. I was like, hey, you seem like a group of people who would like someone to tell them where to go. And they're like, yeah. And I was like, go there. And I was like, pointed to the big hall behind me. There, go. And then they all walked in and just sort of mulled around. And then I had to run and ask security. And they were like, no, send him into the front room for cocktail hour. So I had to get the microphone again, and I had to do that. Jesus Christ. And I had to be like, oh, yeah, and also your seats are on these cassettes, and they're all by the tables or music venues in the city. So your cassette tape has to explain that to, like, 90-year-olds. And then I had to invite – I had to, like, call out each member of the wedding party to come in, and I had to, like, introduce courses. I mean, that's that's – and then do the speeches, and then I had to, yeah. at the end of the this night, <laughs> I had to uh, host karaoke. How did speeches go? Speeches, it, speeches went good. good. Did you at least have fun? There were there were four speeches, including the bride and groom. That's that's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. It was nice. Parents, parents of the couples or something. Uh, one the, the father of the bride and the sister of the groom. Okay, yeah, that's fun. And I, that's I definitely fun. not too many speeches. That's I, good. I, I, like <laughs> I caught myself. I asked the sister of the groom. I was like, "So, what do you want me to say when I bring you up?" <laughs> Just way too like, show I, business. My name? She's like, yeah. Um, I'm his sister. I'm giving a speech. <laughs> well, she's like, "You've seen me on JFL." Yeah. What the fuck, man? Everyone, everyone but me. You may recognize her from Thanksgiving. 
Um, so that was pretty fun. I wouldn't say I crushed. I got a few laughs. The biggest laugh came hey, from a joke that the father of the bride gave me because he wanted to give me some emceeing tips. You want to hear his joke? Yeah, what would he say? This yeah, is, of course. This is his joke. Um, it's the hokey stuff that kills at weddings, dude. You just gotta you gotta swallow your pride a little bit and just do it, you know. Oh, gee, it seems it seems like everybody's getting married nowadays. Uh, in Virginia, two spiders got married. They met on the web. <laughs> That's stupid, but it's <laughs> cute as like a, a dad joke. I really like starting wedding uh, hosting just by being like. Uh, you know, I usually just host comedy shows. I'm not really used to this, but I think it's like basically the same thing. So, uh, is, uh, anybody celebrating anything? Like that usually gets like That's a little fun. chuckle. From I didn't people want people to know that I did comedy because I didn't want to have that conversation 50 different times. But uh, dude, so- it's have to give one night of your life away to the idea that maybe you're a stand-up comedian and, and tell people, and then see how it feels to have people talk to you in a way, and maybe you'll be like, I am a, I am a stand-up comedian. You know, but you know, just stop lurking in the shadows, Tim. You'll never see those stuff. people again. You know, like the let them know that it's like seven p.m. and let them know last calls at one thirty, so you should probably get started. You know, just see that's fun. I love doing stuff like uh, you know, ending with like you know, blah, blah blah. And from the bottom of my heart, I just wanted to say. Uh, would a car with the license plate L9W3TY uh, come to the front? You're double parked. Very. Anyways, have a good, you know, just, just stupid shit. Yeah, that's fun. See, you're such a yeah. better wedding MC than me. I think I, I've just done it more. Yeah. I was, you know? I was just flying by the seat of my pants. <laughs> and also, like, I hadn't been, the times I've done it that were fun, I wasn't working. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I remember, well, I hosted Jason's, hosted, I emceed Jason's wedding. That was a lot of fun, so it was, like, a lot of comics and then just their friends and family, so it was cool. And then I did my fake cousin Chris, Chris's wedding? Was it Chris? I can't remember. But I literally, I just roasted a bunch of them. Like, I was drinking during the ceremony because <laughs> I found I found a case of Bud Light <laughs> out in a cooler, and it was outside, so I was like, whatever, fuck it. So I was like already like five or six tall boys deep by the time we got to the reception, like starting off. And I just made fun of everyone at the wedding because it was like some really weird crossing streams of worlds. Like, um, so my aunt Charmaine used to be married to this guy named Ray and aunt, my aunt Charmaine is Chris's mom. Right. Right. It's my, it's my aunt Charmaine. These are my fake cousins. They're her kids. Ray left my Aunt Charmaine, for a much younger woman. But because, like, he was friends with my Aunt Charmaine's adult kids, because they were adults when my Aunt Charmaine and Ray met. Okay. They, like, stayed friends. So, like, Ray and his new wife were at this wedding. Tough break for Charmaine. My Aunt Char- so, like, yeah, so, like, I said lines like, yeah, I see a lot of familiar faces. Uh, you know, we've all been to a lot of other weddings with a lot of people here. Uh, Charmaine, Ray, remember when we were together Jeez. for years? Like just stupid stuff like that. How'd yeah. that go? And then, <laughs> oh, huge laughs. Because, like, it was just one of those things, like, the room needed that tension to be addressed anyways. And so we could all, like, laugh it off. And I think they're on pretty good terms because it's, like, they're adults. Like, yeah, your fucking adult male children can have a friend. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. they met when they were, like, in their 30s, they met this guy. So it's like they just lose their buddy. I don't know? think I would become good friends with someone who is fucking my mom. Honestly, dude, Ray was a cool guy. <laughs> Ray was a fucking cool guy. Oh, yeah. Like he's always how like young was this super younger tan woman? dude? And he's like fucking uh, like Ray was probably like mid fifties, and this lady's probably like late thirties, hey, early forties, maybe. That sounds like a cool guy. Deep tan, fifty-year-old with like an unbuttoned shirt. And he's like fucking talking to you, like, "Hey, man!" Like the fucking, you know, like he's just a fucking cool guy, dude. You know, he's just got like he's from Vegas. Oh, like, dude, I don't know. Ray like, sounds fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> Ray sounds like the worst fucking guy. <laughs> the guy who's just no, nah, like, no. Everybody, everybody loves him. Everybody loves him. <laughs> Get it? 
No. Get it? With his slicked Everybody back hair and his Ray too many rings. Huh? Hey. Everybody loves Raymond. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I can't do. My doctor says I can't do coke anymore, but I would. I would. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Ray. Gross. Yeah. Chest hair puffed no, up. No, that sounds like him. But yeah, he was, like a, he was a fun guy to hang with. All right. Well, hey, I'm glad you had a great time with Ray. I'm more Team Charmaine myself. No, no, me too. Yeah. No, I Aunt Charmaine's sick. I probably cool as fuck. I probably should have told him I was a comedian. Some of my jokes probably would have gone over better. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise I just sound like dude, an they insane probably thought person. You were some... Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, dude. This is why if if you ever had any weird moments, it's because people are like, "Damn, this this guy's probably going like hard as fuck." Or yeah, <laughs> this guy's probably out of you his know? mind. Well, because you're just you know not to toot our horns too much compared to the average person. But, like, we've just held microphones for longer. Yeah. You know? We know what we're doing a bit more. Mm-hmm. Just a bit, sometimes. Yeah, a little sometimes bit. Sometimes not, but, I, yeah. I can go up and fill time. I can, like, yeah. I can say a thing and then get to the thing I'm supposed to say immediately after. Yeah, you're not going to have a breakdown. Yeah. If someone's, like, stall for a minute because she's out doing something, you're not going to be like, one time when I was eight. You know, like yeah. you're not gonna fucking absolutely just collapse as a person. You go up, you just it felt very, it felt very like Las Vegas show to me. <laughs> like what I imagine, like fucking Ray's there. Hey man, you did a fucking good job. <laughs> <laughs> With his fucking puka shell necklace, I um, <laughs> and his fucking sunglasses inside. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, man. He's got like a tan quagmire. If you want to know what Ray's <laughs> basically like, with a smaller chin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. But no, because you just go up and you say like, it's like the banter that it felt like the kind of banter that Michael Bublé does between songs, <laughs> where it's like it's not funny, but it's like light enough, you know? Yeah. What would you do? What would you do if I was Michael Bublé? Probably no. fuck a lot. Like the, the filler Especially stuff. Especially like at Christmas. The, what were the jokes you tried? I'd have a lot of Christmas-themed underpants. What were the what were the jokes Dude, you tried I in your I do MC? not remember. I got so drunk later that night. I, I called you after the show. I was like, I feel like I have this post-show drain. But it's because I was drinking Ryan Waters, and that's my focus in, be- that's my focus in booze. And then they yeah. didn't have tequila, but I switched to uh, vodka sodas after that. <laughs> And I would just, like, drink half a vodka soda and then either get distracted by something or have to call or be have a duty. And then I would just lose my vodka soda somewhere in the room, and then I would go get a new vodka soda. But isn't that, like, the most fun thing at, like, an open bar? Like, I remember the fanciest wedding I ever went to is my cousin Lindsay's wedding. Legit, I think this wedding was, like, 50K. Like, it was insane. We went into this banquet hall, and I was, like, this is the kind of wedding where if the Joker showed up at some point and took us hostage, I'm like, yeah, this place looks insane. The mayor is probably here. Yeah. Like fucking, I don't know. Batman's going to show up and save us. But what was I fucking talking about this open fancy bar. wedding for? Oh, the open bar. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like standing <laughs> at the you know, weed's a hell of a drug, but I'm standing weed's at the open a hell bar of a weed. And I and I usually hate like, you know, those hokey bullshit jokes. But it's the only time where someone's like, uh. What do you want? I'll get this round where I'll be like, because it's an open <laughs> bar and it's yeah. fun to be like, yeah, a round of Jameson for everybody. And we're like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? You know? Yeah, yeah. Like the line just becomes like a party of its own at an open bar. It's so much. If you have like a good group. Obviously. Yeah. There was like. It's like a lot of Italian people on, on Frank's side who was marrying into our family. So it was like a nice. fun group. Yeah. yeah. This was like a weird group, kind of. Because it was, like, a lot of people who, like, it was a lot of old people who have had to slow down. You know, because we're getting we're getting to the age now where it's, like, the parents just don't go as hard. Because the parents are, like, yeah. nah, man, I, a buddy of mine got the DTs, so I'm, I'm taking a break. Like, the DTs? Delirium tremens, where you drink too much and then your that? hand starts shaking when you're sober. Oh, shit. That's not good. Yeah. Um, it's just like a alcoholic sobriety thing. Um, you just you just like hold tambourines. Yeah. You're like, might as well fucking cash in on this. 
Yeah, yeah. And then guy. And then there were just like these I haven't been to like a rock wedding before. Cuz it wasn't like dancey music. A rock wedding. It was it wasn't like they were playing like Drake and shit. They did a little bit of that. It was like Kings of Leon. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of like the dirt <laughs> the dirty nil and like Guns and Roses like ACDC and stuff. Just a grandma just like stepping around yeah. a little bit. Yeah, that was the f- that was the first song that came after like they're like, all right, the dance floor is now open. Welcome to the jungle was the song they said to play first. <laughs> and everyone's like, what am I supposed to do with this? Just like a couple dads stand up from the tables. That was that was one of the cooler moments for me because I was already two glasses of wine and a glass of beer deep, and like I was done, so I was just relieved. Oh, you're mixing. He started "Welcome to the Jungle" as I announced the dance floor was open. That's sick. That felt cool. That's sick. Yeah, you're like, can we just fucking do this all again? Because now I feel good. Now I'm ready to go. All the formality ended, and I said the bride and groom. I said it like more animated than this, but I was like, the bride and groom have kindly asked me to tell, or the bride and groom have insisted that all of you come to the dance floor and rock the fuck out. And everyone's like, oh. Nice. It was the first fuck <gasps> of the night. You said a swear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then. The- first fuck of the night, hopefully not the last. Am I right, everybody? Get those pussies on the dance floor. Yeah. And they're like, all right, Tim, you're not allowed to. <laughs> Get those pussies and dicks up here, you fucking retards. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Fucking dick and butt. <laughs> dick and pussy, pussy and pussy. Dance floor right now. <laughs> Let's go. No, there were the first few songs were just children dancing, and then they left, and had, everyone else then was drunk enough to kind of get after it a bit. Um, Not, was there like a was there an official we're kicking the kids out at this time? so that the adults can have fun sort of thing? Or were, did the people who brought their kids were like, we know, we suck, we know, we're leaving. Yeah, and they had to go back to London. They had to, oh, okay. yeah, so, yeah, so they, they hit the road. There was um there w- there was a weird moment, which this is, those, like the mid-levels of fame are really interesting to me, mm-hmm. which is like, do you know who Shad is, the rapper? Yeah, yeah. Didn't he take over for that perverted guy? Yeah, who got canceled? Yeah, he hosted Q was for he in a jail? little bit. Uh, Gian Gameshi. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. But you would like his comedy singing group. Gian Gameshi. Yeah, he was in a group called Moxie <laughs> Fruvis. In the like. Why would I like them? Because they have good songs. They did like JFL and stuff. Wow. Yeah, okay. they have a song called King of Spain that got kind of big. Um, hmm. Anyway, check out Moxie Fruvis with Gian Gameshi. Um, but Shad took That'll over. That'll probably pass, but anyway, and, Shad. And also, he was a rapper from London. He won. He beat Drake oh, yeah. for a Juno before Drake like became Drake. Like one, like Drake's like second album, Damn. Shad beat him for the Juno for Rap Album of the Year. Nice. And then he hosted Q on CBC, and Katie opened or Katie helped him as an intern when she was in university. She like did oh, some yeah. like she involved like, in like the music world, yeah, to some degree. So she yeah. she like did some like touring with him, developed a relationship with him, and so he showed up to perform a song at her reception, oh, wow. which was very cool. For everyone who knew who Shad was. Did you get to bring up Shad? No. He just kind of showed up and then just took oh, the microphone. Shad up. And was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then he shad down. He, uh, he came <laughs> up. He shad that place down. Yeah. Who's ready to shad this place down? All the old people are like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> but that- All the old people sound like Tim Allen. Huh? Ooh? What? <laughs> There was there was a weird moment though because there were the people who knew who Shad was and we were like holy shit it's fucking Shad and he's performing Rose Garden it's one of his biggest songs and then there were that was probably twenty five percent of the wedding and then seventy five percent of the wedding was who's this guy it was just old people are like are we all shocked because it's a black guy yeah is that why we're all murmuring to each other. Yeah, there was only one black guest. 
<laughs> they were probably like, was it Chad? Yeah, no, it was a different guy <laughs> who kind of looked like Chad, but not in a <laughs> racist like, way. <laughs> do you think after? Do you think after Chad sang a song, they all looked at that guy and he's like, "I'm just fucking here. I'm just here. All right. <laughs> now, Can I just go to a thing and now and not perform? And, then and now you. <laughs> half an hour later, he's on a saxophone. <laughs> Like, damn, man. It's like, Katie fine, I'll people. freestyle a little. No, he went up and sang some karaoke <laughs> later, and he was pretty off pitch. It was fun. Nice. Um, nice. But, yeah, it was like. That's how he, I want my karaoke is off pitch. Oh, yeah. If you were a good singer, pitch, get the time. fuck out of here. Not yeah, interested. Yeah. Karaoke is yeah. about singing badly with confidence. That's what makes mm-hmm. it fun. And sing a song everyone knows. A guy went up and sang the Bloodhound Gang. Just lost the room. You know what I mean? Did Did you open it with a song? I did not. The groom did. Okay. He, did you do a song? I did. I did. What'd you do? I did Green Light by Lord. Nice. It's, it's nice. a it's fucking banger. Uh, not, How'd you do? Not to toot my own horn, but I don't really remember. I was pretty wasted. <laughs> not to toot my own horn, but... Yeah. <laughs> no, he opened it up with I believe in a thing called love from the darkness. Oh, it was great. great song. Really good. And a fun karaoke song. Just getting up there for the falsettos. It's good. It's a good time. And that's that is a great karaoke song. Cause it's a good way to like show yourself being goofy, which is what karaoke should be. Yeah. In a perfect world, karaoke is like for people to be goofs. You know, it's not for people, to, like we said, for good singers. No. Yeah. Uh, like a lady went no, up. fucking record something. A lady went no, up and on sang Riptide by Vance Joy. And she was very good. She was a great singer. And it was, it was like, nice. But no one was like, woo. You know? <laughs> everyone, yeah. everyone was like, yes, you are very good. Congratulations on being good. Like, see, that's the thing. Like. Just being a good singer isn't good enough in, like, that for karaoke to, like, wow people. You would have to be literally one of the greatest singers of all time to knock someone's socks off at karaoke. Yeah, you would literally have to be Adele in disguise singing an Adele song to knock people's socks off. And she better hope her voice is there. Yeah. She better have practiced because, like, that's they're going to, like, want it to be top notch. Because I'm going to do an Adele song next. And I'm trying to out Adele, Adele. But no, like there was a guy who there was there was a pair, and one guy would like timidly, timidly stand at the screen and like d- sing the lyrics kind of quietly, and the other guy would go out into the audience, uh, not knowing any lyrics, saying a couple that he knew, and then just shoving the mic in people's faces. That's fun. And just like dancing around, it was a great time. It was really fun. Uh, That's one thing I was always impressed by Jason when he would do at like uh, when they would have karaoke after open mics. He would just let people sign him up for songs. Yeah. And people would sign him up for songs he did not know. And he would just go up there and just like figure it out and just like dance around. And it was just but, like an extra sex. But he's a like musician too. So he like That's true. knows yeah, he does have that background and stuff. To, like he can hear it and feel it in his soulful bones. Yeah, but yeah. after after Shad performed, he did one song, and then he was like, just around, and it was, he was just kind of like off to the side, not talking to anybody, like eating a little mini cheeseburger, and I was yeah. like, that's a weird level of fame, because you can't like, yeah, people aren't walking up to him being like, oh my god, hey, I'm such a big fan. People yeah, like, hey, you're Shad. Yeah, but and then they're like, I don't want to bother Shad. And then the other people yeah. are like, I don't know what to say to this guy. So he's just standing off to the side by himself. He stayed for like 15 minutes. Katie's dad came over and talked to him for a while. And then and then he left. And it was like, yeah, it's a weird level of fame where it's like. Like Katie's dad came over and was like, stick with it. I think you, re- you yeah. really got something there. You got quite the voice. People care just enough to kind of be intimidated a little bit. That's Th- That's where you want to be, though. If you don't want to talk to anyone ever in your life. Well, you know, at least you kind of list in this anonymity (laughs) where you're not going to get harassed. 
Yeah. You know, like he can go to a wedding and it's not the fucking end of the world. It's like cool. It's like special for Katie. It's cool for anybody who knows him, but it's not like Kevin Hart showing up somewhere. And now it's like Kevin Hart presents this wedding. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like stealing the thunder of yeah. the bride and groom. That is true. There's a. And then the last. Those are my two stressors. And then the last stressful <laughs> thing is uh, going on vacation next week. <laughs> it did. It's so funny that you're like, oh my God, I got to go on vacation. I got to go on vacation. Yeah. Well, the thing <laughs> I just is. I can't imagine you still stressed out, like putting like sunscreen on, like, no, fucking Jesus. Relax, no, relax. You don't understand. I need, like, this vacation needs to be the most relaxing and smoothest time <laughs> of my life. So I need to now meticulously plan how relaxed I'm going to be. I need to plan everything so I don't need to think about or, like, worry about anything that's going on when we get there. What are, like, the – because obviously there's going to be things that, like, you know, day of, things happen, you'll drop going to this museum or that thing or whatever, that thing. Are there any, like, staples where you're, like, there's there's no exception to me. I will not leave this country without seeing blank or, like, without doing blank. Do you have uh, any of those? Uh, We have, a, like – we have you're going to France, right? No, we're doing Italy and then London, England. Um, okay. And so, so in, there's some landmarks you'd probably want to see in London for sure, right? Yeah, but like in, in Italy, I don't really care about art. We're going to see the Statue of David, which will be cool. Um, that's sick, get, dude. Yeah, the guy's got his fucking that, cock out. Do you know he didn't even carve that? He just carved a little version and then got his assistants to be like, you guys do it. You guys what I want. Really? And then they did it. Yeah. Well, why do I give a shit about maybe, that? Maybe he did, like, the finishing touches, or but, like, there was an assistant who did, like, the majority of the work to get it to, like... He's, like, fucking James Patterson. Oh, he, yeah. he just signs his name <laughs> to other people's books. Yeah, he's, like, the Tom Clancy of statues. Yeah. Like, oh, that's what I want. He's, like, I worked out the, I worked out the plot. Uh, this is kind of my style. And then... There's he, probably, like, some art history person who's, like, Yeah, Rock! Yeah, What? He's a genius. Oh yeah, probably yeah. Probably someone listening to this who's like, yeah, probably you're the dumbest person. Alive. But here's the thing: if you're an art history person, you're a fucking dork. You're a fucking yeah, loser. Get, your, get fucking your shit together. Idiot. Huh? Get the, yeah. yeah. No one likes art history. Yeah, it's like two things that no one cares about, and you're combining them, and you're like telling me to care. Fucking uh Uh honey. The only cool history is military history. And the sure. only cool art is, um, military art is <laughs> pictures of tanks, eighties rock and roll, and nineties rap. That's the only cool art. <laughs> yeah, no bedazzled skulls and fucking that Saturn eating his son painting. Yeah, yeah, that's the shit I like. And then honestly, Fuck in yeah. Italy, I'm just I'm gonna eat some pizza. I'm gonna eat some pasta. Um, yeah, you got to hit the staples. I think probably like drink gelato. some really, really good wine yeah. that's like fresh from the from there. Do like some winery tours because I bet you they're a lot more fun there. Nah. Robbie, Ro- no? Robbie's like traveling is literally just going to another country and embarrassing yourself. You're just gonna embarrass <laughs> yourself all day, every day, by just not knowing any of the customs, and people are gonna look at you funny and they're gonna kind of hate you, but they're gonna need your money. I think I would be very hated abroad because I don't think I would adapt very well to anything oh, at all. Yeah. I think I already stick out like a sore You're thumb. A I kind of look like a sore thumb, so it makes sense <laughs> that I would stick out like one. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. You don't look like a thumb. You look like a... Probably a little bit. Like a testicle. How about now? Now I look like that. You know that classic picture of that fat guy who looks like a thumb? I really look like that in the webcam. <laughs> the light's not helping me at all for sure. God damn, I look like I just stuck my head in a fucking bowling ball. Shiny. <laughs> God. Dude, you're not that Ugh. shiny. I'm more concerned with like the under light that you have you going you on. Like this campfire. Do you know what this reminds me of? Uh were you ever told any like spooky stories as a as a kid? Were your parents like into telling like ghost stories? No, or they did your dad probably see the psychological toll that would have later in life and was They like, saw at a pretty early age that I was a pussy. And they knew that every <laughs> any scary t- story they told me was just going to affect them negatively, as I yeah was just, it was just afraid. Something they'd have to deal with. Yeah, 
Yeah, I guess. What yeah, about I guess you? I don't like horror movies. Well, just like this light reminds me. I remember staying at my cousin's place one time, and uh, their like their mom was saying goodnight to all of us. She's like giving us a kiss on the forehead, and uh, they're just like, "Tell us a story. Tell us a story." And I was like, "Well, I don't." Or my, my aunt Mary was like, "I don't know. I don't know." And then they're like, uh, "Ghost of Tom. Do Ghost of Tom." And I'm like, what? I've never seen Ghost of Tom. And they're like, oh, you have to do it then, Mom. Do it. And so she leaves the room. I can't remember if she came back with a candle or not. I remember her looking, like, scary. But she was just like, have you seen the ghost of Tom? And it was, like, this scary story about this fucking little boy that died. And my cousins are all like, ah! Like, having the best time. I remember she just left right after and, like, turned off the light. And it's there asleep. And just my eyes are just wide open <laughs> for hours yeah what felt like hours it was probably like 10 minutes because i was a child and then fell asleep but oh yeah i was a big i faked sick around midnight of every sleepover i'd ever been to and had their parents call my parents so i could go home wow. i i just couldn't i just got so scared in any Did room that was over? not my own never never once when was the first time you slept in a room that wasn't your room? You know what I mean? Um, well, you guys probably went on family vacations. Right? Yeah. What would you do then? Hotels. Is it the fact that you're you're separate from your parents, that was the harder part? Yeah, probably. Just in a place I didn't know with people that wouldn't sacrifice themselves for me. What about, like, what about, what about it's so funny as, like, a child to be like, these people wouldn't die for me. Yeah, no one in this room <laughs> would take a bullet here. for me. Yeah, they would throw me in front of a child molester and then run away. I can tell by the looks yeah, in their eyes. For, for sure, gonna pick their kid over me. Oh yeah, like one hundred percent. Absolutely, they're gonna they're gonna pick themselves over me. They're gonna pick their dog over me. I don't feel safe. <laughs> so what's the, okay? So you're Italy's mainly food, which respect. That's what it should be. Yeah. Um. What's England then? Mostly uh, theater. Museums. Mostly, oh, theater. mostly okay. theater and shows. What are you seeing? Uh, Is there like a guaranteed you have to see? What the fuck? I'll be pissed if I don't. Well, we have tickets. To th- we have tickets to three shows and a concert. We're going to see the National, which will be Damn. fun, and then we're seeing a sh- show called Pygmalion, a uh, play called The that Effect, and we're going to see Macbeth at the Globe, which is like. The theater that Shakespeare was like wow. originally performed in, and then they wow. just performed Shakespeare there. So that's what we're doing on our last day of the trip, and it's gonna be fucking awesome, dude. That's sick. Going to the birthplace. That's like going to the comedy store, but for plays. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like that's the fucking place. That's where the big dogs. That's like threw going down. to wherever they invented blackface, and being like, "This is where <laughs> comedy started. This is where it happened." <laughs> To think of all the atrocities that have probably happened to people in that venue. Dear God. Wait, do you mean any comedy club ever, or do you mean the Globe? And No, the Globe. I mean, like, oh, yeah. what has probably gone on at the Globe. That would be a cool book to read about, like, the history of the Globe. History of Globe it's atrocities. A funny name. Oh, yeah, I bet the people got the shot globe. there. <laughs> people, like... Uh, with, like, fucking bows and arrows, and then guns came out, <laughs> and then they got shot with th- those there. I don't. <laughs> it would be funny to be the last guy with a bow and arrow. Everyone has guns, and you're just like, I can't. I haven't saved up. I'm gonna get one yeah. soon. My mommy says you I'll get like, one at you're, Christmas. You're trying to like work it into conversations, like yeah, it's like bringing a bringing a bow and arrow to a gunfight. Yeah, like no one uses that. It's, it's like That's bringing a bow and arrow to a knife you. fight. You know what's he gonna do? <laughs> shut up, <laughs> Woodsy. Shut up, Derek. Yeah. Oh, with your two fucking fingers, you fucking dork. <laughs> um, yeah, that's going to be fun. Honestly, it's just You know what? Someone relaxing. has probably committed a crime there and gotten away by throwing down like a little thing that like black powder like came out of. Like it's just crazy do you to think, think the different scales of crimes that have happened in this do place. Do you think the people in the past were just magicians? I think probably uh, a lot of them <laughs> were. You'd probably like if you had like <gasps> What about like uh, an Ocean's Eleven kind of thing, but it's like a medieval heist. You know? That's fun. 
<laughs> and then you have like your medieval like tech guy in the van, but he's just in a wagon with like a bunch of like periscopes. Yeah, out the top of it, so he can like see a bunch of things. <laughs> and instead of like cracking into the safe, they just like hit it with a rock that's big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They would still use a small acrobat. <laughs> or they like they're like they're doing so much work to like get through like the stone wall to like cut through it, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, the roof is made out of hay. What are we doing? <laughs> Let's just fucking go through the hay roof." Yeah. <laughs> what do we do if the guards come? We will distract them by stabbing them in the face, <laughs> because there are no laws. Yeah, you D- get it, dude. I'm fucking. So done. Do you want to talk about? Yeah, let's just call. Do you want to talk about Starfield for like ten minutes, or do you want to do that next time? No, we'll just talk about that next time because I think I'll put a lot more days into it. And honestly, Tim, I think you just need to relax. Maybe put your feet up before a long morning. I hate you. Cleaning up Millhouse's shit again. God, I'm gonna clean up so much cat shit. It's my whole life. It's just like. Do you have any shows before you leave, or are you just gonna be cleaning up cat shit until? um, Until you leave. I like to think that most of my shows are similar to cleaning up cat shit. Uh, I'm going to be at Comedy Bar on Thursday night. Nice. Comedy Bar on uh, Bluer. So Fuck yeah. Yeah, that'll I'm be at, fun. Uh, I'm at Laughs on Tap on Friday. That's Justin Shaw's show. That's in Dundas, straight outside Hamilton. I need to message Tiger that, Wright's dude. headlining. It'll be a fucking fun night. I think that's the only thing I have scheduled. If you live in Hamilton, I'll probably go to Everson tomorrow, work on some new stuff. Come hang out. It's cool. The students are back, so it's actually fun now. Nice. <laughs> it's not as depressing. Doug, you should start hanging out at the Levity Amateur Night. No, no, I really should just start going there. Yeah, it's fun. Kevin and I went last week. Oh, that's what I did. Yeah. yeah. Last week, I went to Levity. That's what I did. Went to, nice. went to Levity with Kevin. How Kev. was Levity? It was fun. I did new Kevin. stuff. Did not go well, but it felt good doing new stuff. I tried that uh, hey. barbecue apocalypse thing I tried <laughs> on the cast. Nice. They didn't love it. Yeah, yeah. And well, I probably just need yeah, to. Yeah, we'll find we'll it. Get to it you wait until I get vacate. this sweet cat poo material. Come yeah. into a stage near you. Me talking about cat shit for five to seven minutes. <laughs> not for the. Wait, how long are you on vacation? Two, two weeks. Two weeks, shit, okay. All right. I'm going to come back in New yeah, Man. It's a hell of a vacation. I will have officially quit comedy and <laughs> fucking killed he myself. He will be a new man the size of Newman because he will have eaten his body weight and pasta and pizza. Oh, and yeah, and, and fucking gelato and just drinking in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be wearing a Speedo, and I'm going to be bronze and fat in a Speedo. You're going to look like fucking Ray when you come back. Gold like, oh, chain. baby. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Hey. Oh, <laughs> finger guns and shoulders. Oh, man. Oh, dude. It's Ray here. Best man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that Kenny Loggins playing? Or what's it? Who does that song? Simply the best. You know? I don't know. You know what the song I'm talking about? Know. Whatever. All right. I'm done. I'm sleepy. I need yeah, to go clean up cat poo. All the rest. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not like a lot I of I need to go rub human hemorrhoid cream on a tiny wait, cat's wait. asshole. How's this for the end of the podcast? All right. Because it's, like it's like the midnight society. Audio, audio medium, Doug. Oh, yeah, I blew out a can. <laughs> All right, goodbye, everybody. We love you. <laughs> All right, bye.